Let me I don't care about that. Hold on, let me talk. I don't care about the NFL. I mean, just because you're hollering and screaming don't mean you're right. It ain't hollering and screaming. I don't care about that. You're really talking louder than everybody else is. So you gonna let somebody else talk? You gonna let somebody else talk? Another episode with Jazzo on the uh, on the call. We got some more Josh insight, you know, with the whole situation. Um, and uh, do we? How are we looking at this and stuff right now? I think that was it, right? That, that was basically the topic it, yeah. that we uh, that we had. Anything else you want to bring up, Banks, for pop culture and stuff like that? Going oh on? yeah. Um, six nine. We talk about that actually. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about that. Um. <laughs> What, what, what do you where do you want to start? It's like a whole. It's a process for him. <laughs> Let's start from what you think about what he done did so far. You know, you know, we can start with we can start with um that that foundation that denied his two hundred thousand uh, dollar donation to feeding the kids. Okay, how do you feel about that? I I personally think I personally think for whatever reason of them rejecting his money. I think it's wrong per se, because I get the image of what six, nine betrays and the, the backlash and the jail time and the trolling and the colorful hair and the tattoos. I get that. But the real person, six, nine, like the Daniel, like he's been, there's, it's been shown and documented where he gives money to his community. Like he'll go to, the schools in his community and give kids 20, 10, a hundred dollar bills just cause like here, take, take, take this, like stay in school, like here, get some new shoes, get something to eat. Like he's been documented doing that just off the whim. And in general, I think he's like a good kid and he's just being an entertainer, you know, gone wrong to an extent, but why penalize kids who need food, who need the resources just because of you feel this person is whatever, whatever, whatever impression you have of him doesn't give you the right to just return a donation of, especially a sizable, a sizable donation of that, of that nature. I, I just, I just didn't see the, any, I, I didn't think it made sense to do that. Yeah. It's not like, um, it's not like the money's illegal. It's all legal money. Yeah. It's funny. Cause isn't it called like no kids go hungry or something like that? I think it's yeah. pretty much all. And somebody wrote in the comments, so I guess some kids go hungry because it's right. like they didn't take the money that could feed the kids. It's about what the money is for, you know? And it's not like, like you said, like it's not like all his money, no matter what he went to jail for, it wasn't like drug money. It was like legal oh. money that he had, stuff like yeah. that. You know, he went to jail for other stuff, but not right. for like being a kingpin and stuff like that. So that's not exactly. Uh, so I just thought not, that was corny. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's talk about what he did though when he got out. You thought that was genius, right? Of course. Like, come on. <laughs> what with what Six Nine did of using the the negative energy of like him snitching and people hating him, and then coming up with that song, Big Man, You Man, Ha Ha. Like, <laughs> it's stupid, but it works for the context of what Six Nine has to offer. And I think the way he positioned himself and the, his marketing team really used that to, to his advantage. And I think with what he did, a lot of people are getting mad because they're seeing the numbers. They're saying they're like accusing him of having fake streams, like he's not as popular. And then they're even throwing like Bobby Smurda in the mix saying like, oh, when he comes out, he's going to have big numbers too. But if you look at it, if you want to be honest, because I like Bobby Smurda, I like him, but if you want to be honest, Bobby Smyrna hasn't been around for what almost ten years. Since oh, wow. the, yeah, it's been almost a decade. Yeah. Wow, and, years. Yeah, it's been a while. And if you look at it, when they make all about, about ten, it's probably been about five or six more. So yeah, mm, I don't know. I think it's been close. But I think, <laughs> I think I think it's been maybe not ten, but at least seven or eight. But I think. 
with what he's with when he comes out in August, and based upon like the posts that they've been posting, they've been circling around with like you know old interviews and you know comments he's been making. It it hasn't really broke. I don't even think it broke like over a hundred thousand, hundred hundred thousand likes. Maybe like some big post of him being aligned with somebody, but other than that, it's been like ten thousand likes here, fifteen thousand likes, eight thousand likes, a couple hundred likes. When six nine was in jail and people were commenting commenting on what he was doing or what he was gonna do or what people were gonna do to him, it was automatically a hundred thousand plus likes, a million likes, half a million likes, two hundred thousand likes. Like you see all you see you can see the momentum that's been brewing. But with Bobby. I mean, you people in the streets are like, yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, people in the streets don't always support you. I think it's just a well, okay, it's a lot to unpack with six nine, like you said, <laughs> but but um, but uh, I uh, what as far as his marketing savvy, I think it's genius. None mm-hmm. takes away from what he did, though, to put people behind bars and stuff like that. But I think his marketing is genius. Um, as far as him compared to Bobby, I don't think Bobby would do more numbers because Bobby never never had the following he had in the first place, 6 9 had. So he wouldn't do more numbers. Secondly, the more time he's away, the more forgotten that you are. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like he got a couple years left still, Bobby. So by the time he get out, it's different. And it's weird to say, but because Bobby didn't snitch, his story isn't compelling as much. So mm-hmm. people won't tune in right away to hear what he got to say. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying, Josh? Like, he's got something that people want to hear because of what he did and stuff like that. So, well, yeah, he, uh, what, what's the term? He is clickbaiting in real time. He's a real, he's a real, real time clickbait as a person, as a being. Right, as a being, where Bobby just went went to jail straight up. So I don't think he'll do as many numbers as him. Um, But I did say because 6ix9ine has decided to be so, you know, so on on, on the front lines now and stuff like that, like, I feel like the more he wins, the bigger the target gets, right? Right. Because I feel like that people not only, like, if if he wasn't going to be in jail, they didn't want him to win at all. They didn't want him to be making $10 million. They didn't want him to do that or whatever. If he would have been a bum and not been able to sell a track, they would be happier. So the more he wins, the people who he told on, their people, they get more infuriated. So the bigger the target gets, I think, in that situation. So it's interesting because, remember, seeing that house that he was at during the live, they already had to um, move him uh, from that house. Just by the lie, because you know you can see little stuff and know where houses is at and stuff like that. So they already had to move them. So I can imagine what he tried to do, like you know, really come out at some point after the quarantine. And the quarantine might be saving him a little bit too, by the way. But after that, where he could like go to do interviews or go to concerts and all that good stuff, somebody will have a target on his back. He won't have to have twenty four hour security, nonstop, everything. I swear for for years. So. You know, it is what it is. He may, I mean, it's Betty Lyon, and I guess it's better than being in jail, but he definitely yeah. can look over his shoulders at all times, you know. So right. that's just that's just what I think. But again, his marketing though, is genius. <laughs> I gotta give him that. So phenomenal. Yeah. Numbers is crazy. <laughs> now, Josh, let me ask you a question. Because we all agree snitches should get stitches and they shouldn't, you know, do what they do. If you were a show like The Breakfast Club and you knew what type of views he would garner. Would you ban him like they did, or would you have him on? I mean, they really don't need the views like that. It'll get a little bump. Well, but, the the, what a sh- the two interviews he did before anything happened are still the the, the biggest record breaking shows they've ever had. Just because oh, he was get him on, get him on. Right, so you wouldn't, despite what he, despite the snitching, you would still have him on. Well, again, we all know this decision is going to be down in the boardroom, so right. they're going to get him on. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks. You see that? You reading that? You think six nine did was wrong on the reasons he gave in this video? Do I think he's wrong? I think right, the whole situation is wrong. I mean, they should have never put him in that predicament. What? What I will say is, based upon um, what happened, I think he is not wrong for what he said because a lot of the a lot of the evidence that he presented 
was already in the forefront. They just needed concrete. They just needed concrete details on certain aspects. And I think a lot of people are even taking the things out of context, what he said about like with Cardi B and Jim Jones and Casanova. They were just, I feel like a lot of people are looking past when they ask him, when they asked that question, they were just basically um, advising his association with them. And they were asking like his their association with what they did what what they done in the gang culture. It's obvious that it's obvious that Cardi B is a blood member. It's obvious that uh, Jim Jones was a, a a known blood member. They have this information. They 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 present this information to um, to the masses in their videos. So I don't understand when people are getting so upset when he just mentioned something that's already out in music videos. That's in in their songs and what they say on like on a daily basis. So I didn't really get that part. I feel like they just oversaturate. I feel like they're oversaturating that particular aspect of when he commented on that. But if you look at what he's saying and what the evidence that they had, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what they expect him to do because at the end of the day, they were going to kill him. If if it wasn't if he didn't say nothing, they still would have killed him in jail. That's a fact. Um. It's interesting, right? Because it, according to his video, he says that um, they um, they kidnap him, right? Kidnap his mom, they beat him up, they um, they, they they slept with his baby mom, right? I don't believe that the way she acted now. Right. So he feels like he was justified in snitching because of the things that they did to him, and the code of the street, quote unquote, is that either way he shouldn't have snitched because you know he was down with them in the beginning. And I think what hurts him is the fact is this. By him throwing himself in that situation and taking and taking advantage of it. That's I think that's like the biggest the biggest thing of him throwing himself into it. There's a I feel like the it would have been a little different if like he was really about that life and then all of a sudden they just betrayed him. I get I get that. But I think I think what's going on with with the severity of like the background and everything, I just think he he kind of has a point, but it's just like the way he did it. It's just like which which is kind of dis, disheartening to an, to an extent because it's like you did throw yourself into this and you did also make you did also put out hits on people that you you made these people take these shots on people like they didn't do it on their own free will. You asked them to do it. You paid them to do it. You know the um the irony to me it's funny because for our younger people who don't know this and Josh you may know this but whoever may know this but if you have you ever read or seen the documentary about Nikki Barnes, Banks or Josh, you know the uh, the game about it Marlon. didn't see it. Well, well dude, the ironic, right? That's the that's yeah. the ironic thing to me, right? Because he snitched and people like and people Lucas. still talk about him, huh? Like Frank Lucas, like Frank Lucas, right? right. But. Nikki snitched, and they still talk about him and Frank, but Nikki particular talking about and rap songs, and they glorify him and all this other stuff, right? But they hate six nine. But it's funny because if you look at why Nikki snitched, he snitched for the exact same reasons. They mm-hmm. set him up, told on him, and his main uh, boy start start messing with his girl, and the FBI mm-hmm. played tapes of the dude messing with Nikki's girl while he was in jail, and that's mm-hmm. what made Nikki snitch. And he literally said. Once you start messing with my girl, like why well, I'm, well, I'm you know, not telling you. So it's almost the same scenario, but he's glorified at six nine is like, you know. I think the difference with that is, um, because if you look at cause um uh Jazz Jazz Boy, the guy with who owns Don Diva. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, Kevin Childs, he talks yeah. about that. And cause I think he I don't know if it was him or I think it was him because he had some part of his case as well in the past, like with his drug case, because, um, but I think the way he explained it was this, because he said, and pertaining to his situation, he would have never got booked because his team was solid, that his team didn't say nothing. And if this particular person, if his case and then someone else who told didn't say, it didn't say nothing, he would have been free because they had nothing to stick on him. But I think the difference between him and six, nine is this. Nikki Barnes was a was about that life, and this is some. This was his environment. Six Nine did this for like to jump in, just to you know, kind of get credibility to build his music career. Like he had no, 
I honestly don't think he had any intention. Well, he didn't actually have any intention of staying. But, but, but to it. your point, right? Wouldn't that mean he would be the one you would expect to snitch because he wasn't about that life? More of than course. Nikki, who was about that life. So, right? You would think that Nikki would be the one who'd be stand up at the end of the day. Exactly. So I, 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 the reason why I can't compare them because I feel like Nikki should know better because he signed, he actually signed up for this. Six gotcha. nine just ran into it, just like, oh, I'm going to do this just to get my clout, and then when things go wrong, I'm out, which he tried to do, and then everyone got indicted. Yeah, I think um, Josh, they both were a little petty pendergrass, and when <laughs> and when they found out the dudes were messing with their chick and trying to take them over or whatever, they're like, okay, <laughs> hello FBI, got some, you know what I mean? Not absolutely. That. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, and and, it's, and ironically, Josh, what's funny is it's the chick part that takes them over the edge, right? When they start, and I'm keeping it very clean because know your radio. But when they start uh, sleeping with their girls, that's when they're like, you know what? Why am I, you know, uh, uh, taking up for him? Why am I not talking with him right now? Stuff like that. So that's that's the irony to it all to me. Which is crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> Stuff like that. So you just throw um, your whole organization out of the way for uh, a chick. <laughs> I mean, in Nikki's case, he was already going to do mad time, so he was just like, "Yo, why am I doing the time?" You know, in Nikki's case, okay, and I don't want to think about Nikki, but if I'm sitting here, you outside messing with my chick, that's mm-hmm. why I hit your head even even harder. So I'm but in here. Nikki was at you know closer to the top of the pyramid though as well. Yeah, he was. He was at the top of the pyramid at the time. So, so that that's why I'm like, he could restart the organization. This is true. Uh, what you say if he was black? Uh, that would be a question. Whether or not his intentions were really, were really being a gangster. Mm. Mm. So the race what, play what, a role, Banks. I guess. Yeah. What ethnicity is he? I don't. I don't know anything about him. He's Mexican and white, right? No, he's okay. Mexican and Puerto Rican. Yeah, Mexican and Puerto Rican. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. If he was black, would it be different? Yeah. Um. It probably, I think it would be different. Yeah. I, I think it would be different. Um, I don't know if his, I think his, uh, of how he was brought out in his marketing team, I think it would have been completely different if he was black. And especially the, the shade of black. Like if he was like a darker tone, I don't think it would work. If it may be a lighter tone, maybe. Um, because, you know, they, they use that for the media based upon like the how you look how you present yourself. Um, but if he was like, you know, like a dark dude with colorful hair or whatever, I don't think that would they would be able to market it just based off of, you know, the it, I, well, I think she's asking if he was black, would his actions be interpreted different? Or are everybody coming in because he's not black and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think it would. Okay. I think they would I think they would look down on him even, even more. more. Okay. Right. Because you know, even though she's not in Spanish, I mean, they he's like Spanish. white. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's white. You know, you know, yeah. especially when it comes to color, like they're just going to think you're white. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for his sake, I would never, ever, ever again go to Mexico, Mexico, or Puerto Rico. Don't, don't ever. Go there. Wait, why not? They don't tolerate those type of things. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's some people, let's say, who are angry and they don't even know him. Yeah, you're right. Because you're right. they their life's been altered by a snitch. So their their petty pentagrass is gonna be at a very dangerous level. Hey, Chloe, uh, if she's still watching, or any other females, y'all have any interesting dating or relationship topics you want us to kind of dive into because there's three men here talking? From you know a lady's perspective, since from a lady's perspective, say that we don't get enough women's perspective on the show. Well, we got a couple. You know, I ain't gonna say right now, but that's the reason why. So. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna give it a few minutes just to see. But we kind of went through all of our topics already, so this can be a live chat. Or if anything, think of it and hit us up on the page. And we could talk about it more in depth next week. Maybe even have Ed on the show. All right. <laughs> you try to holler at her tonight, Jess? Or no, she's busy. Who? I mean, uh, Josh? Hey. She, yeah. No, you know her. She got cranky once it hits after 10. 
Ish. <laughs> you gotta hit watch, her early. Her watch her be watching too. <laughs> <laughs> Making her little Seamoss drinks and stuff like that. You know what she yeah. does. So now nah, I, I want them to be able to ask questions interactively. So if they got some that we can answer from a guy's perspective, especially what you know, you you, you know, you two. <laughs> <She's> so. <laughs> But we don't get any. It's cool. We went through all of our stuff this time, so I'm, I'm cool with that. We'll, we'll give it a, a minute or two on stuff. So. Interesting. The so doing your runs. So doing your runs, uh, Banks. Yeah, but I had to cut it short today. My legs were killing me, killing me. But what's your yeah, goal? I, I, huh? What's your goal? Like do five miles or whatever? Just a, it's not really a goal, you know. I mean, I'm in some challenges. Like I'm in this. Uh, like I told you, I'm in this. Uh, like a travel group and this other group me, it's called quarantine. And like, we all decided to do a challenge like 30 miles in 30 days, but I'm already yeah. about to hit that um, oh. like, probably tomorrow. I probably would have hit it last week, but I, I had to stop. My legs are hurting, but like, I'm just part of these challenges and I'm part of another run challenge with like people from all over from like Atlanta, New York, uh, Jersey, um, and somewhere else but we there's like that challenge is crazy it's like 30 people versus another group of 30 people and you have to the whole group has to hit at least two the group in total has to hit at least 285 miles when are you going to atlanta again since they've been open now for like a week or two mm-hmm. uh let's find out <laughs> i feel like i i i'm almost gonna put an over under on when banks like the date when banks goes to like atlanta it's gonna be before july I'm telling you right now. So. <laughs> Anything possible. Anything possible. Well, I would, I would say uh, Houston before Atlanta, personally. No, he going to Atlanta first. I'm telling you, because <laughs> he, he do like Atlanta weekend trip, so he be back and forth from Atlanta. That's like nothing to him right now. How long is that flight? Hour and a half. Maybe? Yeah, it's like if it's nonstop, it's like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, that's like a light. Hey, flight yo, what's up? With, what's up with Nas? Is he enjoying married life? Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean yeah yeah no I think he is he's just you know he's getting adjusted nice uh, but um you know he's being there for his, his wife and his daughter uh doing his home workouts I see them working out together in the park you ah. know and then he does his little selfie uh <laughs> I get people get mad at me like yo tell your boy stop posting videos of him with no shirt on with sweating and stuff. In front of the camera, I had to unfollow him because he posted. I remember one time he posted a video of him in the shower, about to go in the shower or whatever. But his what? story, <laughs> he does these thirst trap things sometimes. <laughs> Yo, he should he should start our OnlyFans. <laughs> Yo, we missed that topic. How did you feel about the whole thing, Kia, with Safari and um and Erica with the OnlyFans now? Oh, um. I, me personally, I wouldn't do that. Um, I just feel like you're just giving too much of yourself out to the public. I mean, I, I get the reasoning in regards to you know making money. Why not? But you know, I mean, you're a married couple, and you have like now you have kids. You have a kid. Well, I don't know if they have a kid now. But what type of example are you presenting? Because you, at the end of the day, when you have kids, you live for the future of your kids. Why not? Why not? I, I just don't understand the reasoning of you justifying that that's okay. Because at the end of the day, your kid, once your kid gets older, they're going to be able to retrace that. And like, oh, my, my parents are showing themselves online. That's embarrassing. Quite. Yeah. For them too, yeah. For other people, I, I kind of understand it. And it's interesting, especially right now in the pandemic when they have a hard time making money. But the interesting thing is, it's fun. Well, I got two thoughts on the whole thing. But one, I think like a lot of strippers, actual strippers, might not go back to the strip club because they're making so much money off OnlyFans right now, and they don't have to leave. On the Breakfast Club, sorry to cut you off, Mike. On the Breakfast Club, they mentioned that they're going to do a portal, like called Demon Time or something. Or Demon Time, yeah, just after after hours, basically. Right, and they're going to do like a live, like live show. <laughs> for OnlyFans, it's like it's going to be like an OnlyFans portal where they can do like a live, and you know, give you that virtual sensation of like being in a strip club, but live. But some of these girls, are like yo, I'm telling you, like I don't have to 
by outfit changes. <laughs> I don't have to get it, you know, make sure I get there back and forth, make sure I'm safe. I can be in my living room and shake my ass and make money. Like right. the strip clubs, not gonna get all of them to come back. I'm telling you right now. That's right. one thing. Like I know, I know a girl I went to school with. She was like uh, you know, goody two shoes, quiet, um, and like really, really smart. Now she like turned into a whole complete different person. Now she got her OnlyFans and she's talking about like get these outfits and she calls it her alter egos. And like whenever you see the kitten ears, that's when you know there's a new post coming up. And like all this stuff, and then she's like, "Oh, I think I, I, I feel liberated. Like if I didn't get paid to do this, I think I would just do it for free." You know how some girls talk about being a nudist and all that other stuff. But I did like this is like a high for some of just being liberated of doing this, and then also getting paid to do it. And a lot of people are paying. Yeah, when we get done, I'll ask for that link to that friend you're talking about. But um, no, I'll send you her page. I'm joking, but, uh, but to add, to add on your add on to your point, host, I think they'll be more innovative, like they are in Europe, because in Europe these strip clubs have the webcam model set up in the actual strip club. So right. just like how we understand that presentation is everything, especially online, so they have a more like more things pleasing to the eye in terms of the aesthetics in the strip club. And you could still do the, you know, the same thing. And it would be social distancing from other strippers as well. So it could work. Yeah, I'm just saying I think some of the um, strippers are, you know, if they actually do dance for a living. This might be their way to finally cut the middleman out. Right. They won't have to pay the right. actual club or, you know, right. whatever other parts, especially if they don't even use the location. I'm doing it for my living room. Or maybe they can make put a pole in their house and make it really interactive without. The third party in, in place, and I think that's I think that's only happen. the smart ones because a right. lot of these girls. I think that's only the smart ones because a lot of these girls exactly. have pimps. A lot of them have like there's a lot of these only fan pages and like how how creative some of these girls can get. That's coming from a man's mind. Somebody's behind it. You could tell <laughs> the antics that they're doing, and like you can tell there's a guy behind that camera and a guy there's a guy cashing in. Like I forgot there's a rapper in Houston. Um, I don't even I forgot his name, but they he was on academics page a couple times, but he gave up rap just to pimp girls legally and by putting them on OnlyFans. Like he's about to put his assistant on OnlyFans. He's talking about how he made how she made fifteen thousand dollars in less than a week by showing her feet. You'd be surprised, man. It's crazy. But to, to that being said, you gotta think about to me the um the older standards. I mean, so let's let, let's go past just the girls who are like, you know, just dancing on there, right? But the girls who are actually like doing porn on there with their boyfriends or whoever, you got to think yeah. about the old standards of, first of all, you can only do porn in two places, LA and Las Vegas at one point, right? For a, lo a long time ago. And you had to like work for a major company to make money, Vivid, who, who Josh right remember, or one of those, or Playboy, one of those people. Now they can just do porn at their house, literally without being in a contract with Vivid and make their own money. It's that entrepreneurship, I think, that will continue. It's crazy. It's very interesting, but that, that, that's what's provided. So, because you got people doing this. I mean, you'll see a girl in like Seattle, Arizona, Montana. Like, you could never do porn okay. in these places before. So I'm just saying, like, yo, but the shit got only fans, you know, yeah. and, and making money at these random places that don't. Where, like, you know, at one point, LA and Vegas were the porn capitals of the world. You had you had to move there to do the porn. Now right. it's just interactive. I think it's now it's going to make you do it even more. So it's just, it's, 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 it's very interesting. And I'm saying yeah. I agree with yeah. all of it. Especially, but um, you know, it's definitely interesting. I think what Chloe said is right. Entrepreneurship in, in every facet will come out of this whole COVID situation. So. And unfortunately, I think uh, only the people who get in first are going to be able to do it because eventually, the I'm sure the states will cut it out. Like just to go back to those traditional values, and then you're you're going to be have to force a bigger brand or bigger company to go through that that uh funnel again that channel yeah, yeah exactly it's always somebody involved and just like you said with the basketball players right or no was not not basketball it was uh i forget who it was but you were saying like they're gonna make them do it at some point because you know it's always the third party involved it's gonna let you know make it happen so it's um 
it's interesting. So, um, but if I was Lamachuda, if I was Safari and Erica, no, I would not be doing that because <laughs> right, yeah, it's just like, and plus, you just call, you just get. I feel like you're giving yourself more scrutiny when it comes to your peers because even though they might do it, but they just do it on the low key. They're not selling it. It's just it's tacky. Like, why are you doing that? You guys are. I mean, I, I'm making them sound like A-listers, but they're, they're in the, they, they are in the limelight and they are seen on TV and they do make money off of other things. Why are you doing some tacky video play? Oh, I'm going to show my body if you pay me $10 a month or whatever, or whatever the case is. I just think it's tacky. I, re- I think it's just as tasteful for what's the amount of talent Safari has. And I mean, whatever. I don't know what she does, but you know, but <laughs> that's a great idea. You know, break and D- DJ Envy was here, you know, break households, but it's just <laughs> I don't know. Envy well, like, like, like Petty Pendergrass number two, by the way. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that's why he banned them off the, the Breakfast Club. Yeah, he banned Safari only because he was taking Erica. Like it was exactly, he's <laughs> Petty Pendergrass. <laughs> All because of his wife, though. Yeah, because he cheated on his wife, not because his wife. Let's be clear, like he he he. Well, yes, but his wife also has not let that go, and she does not. If you notice, like whenever they like if they if Sean May mentioned his her name, Envy would never say her name because he can't. Right, I get it, but if but I mean, hey, that's a lot of people. Like if you cheated on someone, they don't want to hear that girl name, especially in your profession. I get it, you know. I thought the girl cheated on me with Tyrone. I don't want to hear Tyrone's name. You know what I mean? What Eric Badu, huh, Mike? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, go back to the situation. I don't hear nothing about him. You're coming like Kaya right now. If you worked on that, if you worked on the show and and Tyrone was a a musician, and when his new video come out, you better better walk away. Have somebody else introduce it. Because I don't want to, you better never say his name again. Tyrone was a musician. Let me find out Tyrone a singer too, Mike. And he gonna have a remix, damn. <laughs> Even though Tyrone, we always blame Tyrone, but Tyrone was actually the friend. Tyrone wasn't the bad one. Tyrone was just picking him up, something like that. Tyrone, the bad boy R and B, and Mike is the classical, the classical. <laughs> let me take it down slow. Tyrone's that quick, fast. And you in the background writing, writing the poetry, doing a poetry slam for us. <laughs> the same concept. Hell yeah! I'm gonna do. We can do the. We can do the. Um, the verses. <laughs> Isn't there one coming on Saturday? Actually, there was one tonight with Trina and Trick Daddy. It wasn't versus. It was their own thing. It was. It wasn't sponsored. Yeah, but they they were going to do one. They did one tonight. Yeah. First of all, that's dumb because they're on half of the songs together, so it doesn't make any sense. And I think Trick wrote her songs. Right, and they're on so many songs together. Secondly, the Erica Badu and Jill Scott, Jilly from Philly, how even though it was great and it did a million views, Josh, which is ridiculous at one time. However, it was putting me to sleep. So only because the songs were a little bit slow and they were having these nice little conversations and whatnot. So but the Nelly person I mean, ratings wise, the ladies love this. So that could be a format going forward. I mean, if I, if I'm, if, well, okay, again entrepreneurship coming out of the COVID, right? So the versus started with the COVID. With the views they're getting, uh, Timberland and Swiss can now take this to a TV studio and say, let's make it an actual show and do it every week, a versus, and get paid for that. But make it, you know, bigger. Have both artists on each side, you know, playing their songs, a live audience, the whole nine. I guarantee it will become a TV show. Because nice. they're gonna take those views they got and say, look, look at the numbers that we do. I guarantee. Cause you know, the carpool, um, what is it? The lip syncing, uh, that was just a little a segment on Jimmy Fallon's show. Now it's a whole show. You know what I mean? Same thing with the carpool karaoke. So this gonna be this gonna wanna be in the show too. I can see it. Exactly. I mean, look at the numbers though. I mean they they are gathering data by doing this every week to bring to a TV studio. Right. And say, after this is over, let's make this a weekly TV show. That's what I would do. You know, that's that's entrepreneurship coming out of the COVID. Um, Absolutely. But as far as the next one, Nelly versus Luda, you got Nelly, right? Thanks. Yeah. I, I, I got Luda. I'm sorry. Man. So we'll see what happens. 
I feel like Luda, he has hits, but a lot of his hits fall into, I don't know, I just feel like he just falls into one era, one segment with the songs he has. I think Nelly, who has hits, but he also got a lot of poppy hits. So is the people going to want to hear him and Tim McGraw? You know what I mean? It's not, it's not the battle. They're going to want to hear, you know, some much stuff. You know what I mean, Josh? They might not want to hear that as much. So I um, think uh, both artists are going to be winning from this from this versus, personally. Well, they all are because they, all, all the, with the verses, all the artists, their songs are getting streamed again because of the verses right now. Also, on title, it has each verses. Like, it has all the songs played in the verses. You can just go play it right now. Shout out the title. But you yeah, can just go to oh, they do the playlist. They do playlists from after. Right. Exactly. Oh, okay. each from, that from makes from sense. From. That's a good idea. What up, yeah. Ed? What up, Ed? We just talk about you and whatnot. So what's on the menu for the night? It's <laughs> 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 crazy. I love how Ed got, got, got the thirst trap picture, too, with her. Um, <laughs> her oh, holding. wow. Eesh. Eesh. <laughs> Yo, oh, good. Eb has a link. Don't make her come on here, Mike. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> nah, Eb, my homie, man. He's talking about the barbershop. We'll talk to Eb. <laughs> but, um, no. So, I, I got I, I, I got Luda, though. I think he, he got more, like, you know, bangers and stuff like that. So, no, I had fish earlier. Okay. Gotcha. So, we'll see. Who would you like to, who would you like to see next on the, on the verses? Thanks. Next. Yeah, um, do you think 50 will ever do it? I don't think he will. No, he won't. I don't think so either. I don't think he would. Even even a Snoop and Jay Z, I don't think that would even. First of all, Jay Z would have like his assistants, assistants play the songs. He would never be on there ever. In life. Right, so that right. would never happen. I would probably want to see maybe an Usher and Chris Brown. Okay, I can see that. I would see Usher and Chris Brown, and yeah, Kevin on stage did that like, 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 like a fake battle where they played their song. So about a, I think that would years. be a good one. I think that would be a good one, and maybe like a group, like I don't know, um, it's all done. Jagged Edge and One Twelve, a group yeah. on whip. You know what? Wow, that would be. Yeah, huh? haven't had a group one yet. That's innovative for you. That would have had a group one yet. A group one would be yeah. pretty dope, actually. I, I think, think that would be dope. Like oh. two Atlanta groups, Jagged Edge, one twelve. Yeah. <laughs> or like a Diddy and J D. Diddy and J D would be perfect, actually. Yeah, like Bad Boy versus uh So So Death. Yo, Ebony be hating Beyonce <laughs> so much. I, I've <laughs> noticed. <laughs> Did oh, you have a whole conversation about her dress one day? Oh, be careful. We got the beehive. We got the beehive is definitely in the building. Be careful. <laughs> who, was at, who was at the barbershop when they were talking about her dress? Was it Eubanks? About Beyonce's yeah, dress? yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> that, was pri- that was priceless. That was one of the funniest debates. Like, I don't know the guy's name, but he was so passionate about the beehive. And... <laughs> 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 like it was like he was trying to convert Ev. Like, listen, you need to. You don't realize this is Beyonce, and I was just like, yeah, you know, I guess. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was. I saw, a, I was did a, I see some on Swiss and Pharrell? That's yeah, 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 yeah. I think you you might be on to something, Banks and Mike, because I, if I'm pop culture and I'm record execs, I'm doing Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. They ain't doing that. Shit. <laughs> they ain't they doing the white boy for boy huh? bands. Oh yeah. Actually, if that actually happened, they would shut Instagram down. Exactly. You know how Thank many fans you. they have? Outrageous. They would have fifty million views. I don't think Swiss and Tim would do that. I think I'm not a hater. No, no, no. I'm saying if they do it on Swiss their own, they don't. They don't need them. Oh yeah, honest. I agree. Okay, okay. Not I see what you're saying. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were so huge at the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you ready? <laughs> I'm not a hater. I'm a real. That's exactly what she's. <laughs> 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 
I, you know what? To her point, though, it's gotten a little ridiculous. Like, I, you know, she's a dope artist or whatever, but it's like, you know, the, the, the whole uh, idolatry of her has gotten mm -hmm. a little bit too much over time of Beyonce, I'm saying. So I kind of kind of agree with her on that, you know, a little bit. It's like I saw after she dropped that um the remix with uh with Meg, I actually saw a YouTube like debate who's who's the bigger goat, like Michael Jackson or Beyonce. Almost like threw up. What? I said, what? How are they even in the same sentence? Like Michael Jackson is like Michael Jordan. He's untouchable. Like it's ridiculous to me. So the fact that they that that somebody actually thought to say that lets me know Beyonce is put way too high. I don't understand it. That doesn't even make any sense, right? Like, especially if the if you even want to just talk about like when it comes to money and when it comes to album sales, the amount of albums that Michael Jackson sold on a worldwide basis in comparison to Beyonce is nowhere near. Like it just doesn't it doesn't add up. The girl even with, it was a girl versus guy, obviously, right? And the girl mm -hmm. was trying to argue it. She was trying to make points about why Beyonce is the goat, like they're getting Michael Jackson. And I could not believe this. You know, I mean, they're they're doing. I have to use your expression, Mike. Uh, apples and oranges. They're doing two different things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, they're both professionals, but they do professional is a different thing. Like professional baseball versus professional basketball. They're both professional athletes, but you're doing things differently. Yeah, so I, I, what? For, uh, I agree with the idolatry. It's got a little bit too much, and I and I kind of miss when she was still like um her, her and Jay when they, I was somebody the other day when they were still like you know um like being able to be touched I guess or do interviews or go see people. Now you never even see them ever. So, no. You know what I mean? I don't really. Yeah, it, it, I think it makes I when they do interviews on those type of artists. Because they don't, you don't ever get the real from them. It's no. all, it's all watered down. They have to look at what the questions. It's never like you never get anything like from like from left field. It's all like stuff that's like, like it's completely aligned to whatever agenda that they want to put out there or that they created. So I, I don't even now. know. Maybe yeah. like you know, ten or fifteen years, ten or fifteen years ago with with Jay. You know, or, or big, but now it's, it's it doesn't make you it's, know. it's horrible. Like when they even like when they did Drake and that interview, the barbershop oh. with, with LeBron, Drake yeah. and um um LeBron's boy. Yeah, yeah, like, Matt, Matt Carter, that, yeah. that interview was so scripted, like it was <laughs> ridiculous. The questions they went off of and like how they carried it, it was just like, what was the point of this? Like you're not even asking real questions. First of all, like Jazz said, that's a fake barbershop show because barbershop, you're allowed to say what you want to, not say I got to ask the question to cater to the artist or the basketball player, whoever or whatnot. You know what I mean? So I, I wouldn't even I think that's a good, good show. So. Yeah, it's like it, it just doesn't make sense. Like if you're going to have an interview, like give the people what they want. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, she like they would never be on anything, and Drake either. He would never be on nothing either. He already that man got. I I think he's scared of scrutiny though from his interviews. I think he's a little bit. Oh different. yeah, of course. Actually, he doesn't want the backlash. He doesn't want nobody. Like, he's probably about. the only person who's never been on the Breakfast Club like since they started. Right. right. <laughs> so, which is you know amazing. But he literally like since Charlemagne didn't like him him as an artist like when it, like years ago, he never would go on there at all. To answer right. any questions. Has Beyonce ever been on the Breakfast Club? No. Jay was in 2013. Not yeah, I remember Jay was, but Beyonce yeah. never, right? Never. Ever, ever, ever. So. I mean, I do feel like it, it is beneath them, personally. And I'm not that big of a fan of either of them, but it is beneath them. But I think that's my issue, though, Josh. Like, stuff is beneath them at this point. Like, I'd, I'd rather them be just regular artists. It's cool. But because to, to Josh's point, I get that, but then you, you see them playing on to trends that are beneath them. Like Beyonce, I don't think Beyonce has ever really made a song that she actually wants to make. I feel like she makes songs that fall for whatever trend that is beneath her and it doesn't align with what she actually wants to do. And I remember she yeah. said something like that. Oh yeah, the only time she was really writing was Destiny's Child. Even the Savage remix, yo, I think that first of all, I think Jay wrote it. Number one, <laughs> number two, so like she just sent that part 
to Meg's people to put in the song. But if, there will never be a Savage Remix video. I guarantee you she won't go do a video with Meg or whatnot because that's beneath her. But she'll, she'll she'll put the remix out. But I guarantee you there won't be no video. Wait, isn't Meg from Houston? Yeah, yeah she is. There might be a video. No. <laughs> Meg's in Houston. Beyonce hey. not, haven't been in Houston in years. Hey, there was a time where, where I said the same thing about Nicki Minaj, but that, that became a video too, right? Nah, Nicki, Nicki ain't Beyonce, bro. I'm telling you. That's not like Yeah, Nikki is not Beyonce. That's, that's a whole different level, bro. Meg's, like I said, Meg in Houston right now. Beyonce ain't been in Houston in like 20 years. Like, it's, it's a difference. So. It might be for the for the culture, as they would say. They got a day out of it, too. You got what? I think they, the city of Houston gave them a day or something like that. Like a day named after them. Out of who? After who? Beyonce and, um, and Meg? Um, yeah, they did something for them. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that's why she. That's why she probably does it. You been listening to any good music lately, uh, Bank? Uh, you know, Bank Lloyd Banks. He put some some freestyles out. You know, Yo, did, wasn't who, he on um Buttons podcast recently or something like that? He was, which was a surprise to hear okay. him actually talk, to actually speak, <laughs> and uh, apparently it seems like he's in a better space. He's trying to uh, put music out. Um, he, he looks like he's going to put out, he's trying to put a, he, he said he wants to actually do a collaborative effort with a producer because he said he never really had a chance to just work with one producer and put like a body workout. So that's something yeah. he wants to do. And then he said that slowly but surely he's going to start putting a lot more freestyles out and eventually put a tape out and start, you're going to start seeing more and more of him. But then again, you don't know because you know what 50 says, Lloyd Banks is extremely lazy. And the reason why he's not where he should be is just because of his laziness. So you don't know. I mean, we hope hopefully he can come out. I mean, he's always been dope, so to me, so, right? You no, know, hopefully he can come out. How do you like Joiner Lucas? Thanks. Uh, I like Joiner. Um, I, I like his album. He, he's a uh, he kind of sounds like Eminem to me. Yeah, he has I, that slim shady feel. Yeah, right now he like twist words and does a little animated and like his album like oh you're in a mental hospital, it's like all oh, that slim shady thing like going oh, mad at the world type thing, but I also think he has, I think he's very talented in regards to his wordplay, but right. I don't know if he'll ever come out of the space he's in now, based upon the type of music that he makes, and then with him not being white. I don't think he's ever going to get like the notoriety Eminem got because of how he looks. Even though bar for bar and their cadence, it's kind of a little similar, but I don't think he's ever going to become like a big artist like how Eminem was in the past. You know, it's funny because, you know, after he made that that, that song for Will Smith, which yeah. is dope, I watched the... um the uh when they talk to each other with Jaden uh yeah. Joyner and Will and this is regular conversation he sounds nothing like he does in his raps uh Joyner right. you know what I mean it's like he sounds like a totally different dude from the suburbs something like that maybe like oh, very, like Aubrey and Drake kinda yeah kind of like that no, it, it, it threw me off a bit is- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like how like how Drake signed his interviews a little bit. Get yeah, correct on that situation. So, but um, anyway, we've been here for a while. You know, almost a few hours and whatnot. So I guess we're pretty much done. Thank you guys for tuning in and watching. Any other thoughts at all, Banks, Josh? We'll Let's see. We make week. it to opening day next week. Hopefully, we get some <laughs> news if we're gonna actually open or if everything is gonna just go downhill. Yeah, just get ready for the Labor Day cookout. That's when we go open. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be a Zoom cookout. Everyone's gonna cook out at the same time via. It Zoom. might be a Labor Day closeout because if it gets colder and if this thing you know flares up when it gets cold, we might not have any of that. We might we might have a maybe one summer month or part of a summer month, but I feel like once that cold weather comes, it's just gonna be bad. We're not gonna have any holidays. 
Ooh, imagine a New Year's home. Like everybody home. No, no, you imagine <laughs> it. I was already home. You, you, you I mean, yeah, <laughs> but still, but like I'm just talking from a general idea. Like yeah. the whole United States or the world is at home on New Year's. I mean, it's about to happen for Memorial Day, maybe July fourth. So I could, I you know, it's 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 crazy. So yeah, that would be interesting. But you're right. I don't see a million people being able to get together on New Year's as of right now. But we'll see. Right, exactly. That'll be crazy. Just see the streets of New York clear, the streets of London clear. Like, well, somebody tried to tell y'all how bad this was back in February on wax, but nobody listened to me at the time. But you know. We can go back and play old things. In the words well, of the president, yeah. Mike, fake news. Fake, <laughs> that was a nasty. That was a nasty statement. That was yeah. nasty. <laughs> Yo, Trump is hilarious. That that interview with the girl. Um, what was she, was was she Asian? She was. Oh, yeah. yeah, and like when he said the the Chinese the Chinese virus, and then she got offended, and then she tried to like stick up for herself, and then Trump was just like. Okay, now you're just being nasty. And then when the other girl came up to try to ask her colleague, and then he just walks away. He's like, you know what? Thank you. Have a good everybody. Have a good night. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're not there to watch her speak, so I understand. This guy, man, I, it's uh, I don't even have, I have no words for him. But yeah, do you think they set that up? Huh? Lastly, like, do you think that what they set that up, like, like as a as a clickbait in the, to an extent? Like she purposely asked that question and then have somebody else come and then try to draw attention to see or try to, you know, get some sort of notoriety for the publication. Oh, like the shoe chucking incident. That's that's a fair play. Right. Because it kind of looks staged to me. And then she decided there's like, oh, wait, I have a but what if why you're not why you're not answering me? Like why why are you doing this? It's very hurtful, blah, blah, blah. It it kind of seemed weird. Like like uh, maybe not, but it just seemed like it was staged to me. Yeah, they did get some buzzwords out there, so you might be right there, Banks. Yeah. Oh, sorry, fellas. Yeah, he, he could he could definitely be right. I mean, with Trump, you never know. So. Yeah, cool. Anyway, on the walk away. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be on again next week. Appreciate you. Uh, you know, all our links will be on the bottom. I'm sure, Josh. And uh, thank you all for uh, for watching. Have a good thank one. Thank you, guys, and stay safe. Stay safe. violence and shit like that to the stick that some people do but that shit do hit home